seeking for the help of the Lord, I direct your prayer for attention to Acts chapter 1 and reading for our text part of verse 11. The words spoken by the two men that stood by the disciples in white apparel. They spoke of the Lord coming, this same Jesus coming again. The whole verse reads, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. And that upon my spirit are these words, this same Jesus. What an effect having the knowledge of the truth concerning our Lord Jesus Christ had on these disciples. Normally, if we were saying goodbye to someone, someone taken away from us, we weren't going to see them again, we would be very sad. But here the disciples were quite the opposite. We read in the Gospel according to Luke, the summary, how that they worshipped him and when it came to pass, while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. What an effect it had. They really knew and they believed that this same Jesus he was alive, he was in heaven, he would come again, he would be the same Jesus that they had known upon the earth. And that was a great comfort and a great joy to them, a risen saviour, one that lived forevermore. We read there in Luke as well that they worshipped him. What proof there is through the scriptures that the Lord Jesus Christ is truly God. When angels were worshipped, when Peter had those bow to him, they always rebuked them, told them to stand up, to worship God only. But our Lord Jesus Christ is truly God and truly man. And so when we read this same Jesus, we would remember firstly that it will be the same Jesus, the same as what we state in our articles of faith, the same body glorified and bones that hung upon the cross are now in heaven. They're nowhere else, they're not on earth, they're in heaven. And the reality, that which we sung in our first hymn, a real man. 
We have the picture in Revelation, a lamb as it had been slain in heaven. The miracle, the wonder of a risen Saviour. When he appeared to the disciples in the upper room, then they were frightened. They thought that they had seen a spirit. They thought they saw something different than the Jesus that they knew. But he assured them, it is I, be not afraid. He showed them his hands and his feet. He asked if they had anything to eat. He ate before them. He gave them abundant proofs that he had risen from the dead, was not appearing in some other way as a different person, but the same that died was the same that rose again. Now, I believe we must be very clear and firm on this. When we have here this same Jesus, that he will still be truly God and truly man. Emmanuel, God with us. That which he took upon him, the form of a servant, that which he was made in the likeness of men, in all points like unto his brethren, yet sin accepted, that shall he shall never be divested of. He is made like unto his brethren. And this is to be a great comfort to the people of God. The thought of appearing in the presence of God is a tremendous thing for us to view God who is eternal, who fills all things, knows all things, has all power. God has said no man can look upon him and live and outside of Christ he is a consuming fire the hymn writer uh, captures it in a, a beautiful way in the lines that till God in human flesh I see that God is terrors to my mind it is to be able to look upon him who is our God, our Saviour, our Redeemer, this same Jesus. Now, as well as it, him being the same, we would think of what this also means. We know when he shall come again in the clouds with power and great glory and every eye shall see him, he shall come the second time without sin unto salvation. Instead of the man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, he shall come in great glory and great power. We have little types of, of this through the word. We think of the characters that have gone before. We think of uh, Joseph. Joseph was... At one time, thrown into a pit by his brothers, hated, despised, falsely accused, put into prison, and then he was brought out of prison and next unto Pharaoh with great power and great authority. 
when his brothers came at first, they did not recognise him. He knew them, but they did not know him. And yet it was the same Joseph. It was their brother. And a brother that loved them, loved their father, and only had good in his heart towards them. And he dealt with them hardly, but in love, and then made himself known to them. And it was especially made known to them in speaking to them. Before he was known, he spoke through an interpreter. They thought he was an Egyptian. But then he says, you see, it's my own mouth that is speaking to you. The same one, same person, but in such a different position and different visage, as it were, and yet the same person. And we get a little picture in that, and especially when Joseph spoke so kindly to them, provided for them, and when later on Jacob died and they thought he was going to deal very hardly with them. He just waited until their father had died and now he was going to get his own back. But he had no such thoughts at all. He wept when they intimated that was their thoughts. And so it was the same person, but it's the same as their brother, and he had a love to them. The relationship had not changed in any way at all. And we can see through those times. We see through with, with Moses as well. Moses was raised up to deliver the children of Israel when he first appeared to his brethren. Who made thee a ruler and a judge over us? And they cast him out. But then he was sent back to them. And then he was to lead them right the way through the desert. The same man. And yet the time come that he should lead his people in that way. We have other types like Mordecai the Jew. One time sitting at the king's gate clothed in sackcloth. And then at the end of the book of Esther, we find him next unto the king, speaking peace and helping all of his seed and all of his people. And this is the picture that we have of the same person, but glorified and magnified, having the same love, the same concern, same ministering, and actually being in a greater position to able to help and minister to his own people. And it was obvious with the disciples that this word was designed and it achieved its end of being of great comfort and help to them. This same Jesus We think of our Lord as the eternal God. Hebrews 13, the end of our conversation. Those that speak to you in the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ the same, yesterday and today and forever.
In Revelation 1, the Alpha and Omega. In Colossians, he that created all things. And then in the first chapter of Hebrews, maintaining all things by his power. And then in the Revelation, behold, I make all things new. It is the same one. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He is that same Jesus. And yet, we may say from eternity past, the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world, the eternal Son of God, made manifest in the flesh. And there is a a time that he dwells in flesh and with his brethren, and then he ascends up into heaven. This same Jesus, what would it be if it wasn't so? If it wasn't to be the same, if it was to be someone that was different, Or what if what they'd been through changed them? You know, in the war years, there are many accounts of young men. They've been in their family and they have been loved by their family, their brothers, sisters, parents. And then they've gone to war. And the things that they've seen and the things that they've gone through They came back from war. It was still the same flesh and blood. It was still the same person. But they were a different person. It really changed them. Changed their attitude. Changed their character. Changed how they appeared to their loved ones. How they were incapable perhaps of love or coping with things that around them. They're not the same. And when we contrast that with this word, the whole comfort of this is that the Lord is the same. What he was on earth, what these dear disciples, and later on in this chapter, we have the disciples uh, adding to their uh, number, replacing Judas. And the important thing was that they had taken part in the ministry. They had been witnesses of the Lord. He was 120 there, spoken of as being witnesses of his ministry, witnesses of who he was. And each one of them, they'd be able to describe him, set him forth, And then this word, this same Jesus. How you have seen him. When you have seen him at the grave of Lazarus weeping. Or how he loved him. That same Jesus. When you have seen him raising the dead. When you have seen him curing the blind and opening the eyes of the blind having compassion on the multitude and breaking the loaves and the fishes and sending them not empty away. That same Jesus that raised up in the midst of the storm on the lake and stilled the winds and the waves. 
That same Jesus that had been as a child in the midst of the doctors, speaking to them, hearing them, asking them questions, wist ye not that I must be about my father's business. All that he was, how he ministered, his compassion, his long-suffering, all that he was to his people, he will always be. In not one character on earth and another in heaven, or one character then but will be different later on. How he has shown himself to his people and how he has set forth in the word of truth is how he will be and always will be, immutable, unchangeable, incapable of changing, having loved his own, he loved them unto the end. One of the marks our Lord said in John 10 of his being a shepherd was that the shepherd knows his sheep and the sheep knows him. And my sheep, they hear my voice, they follow me. It is a sacred thing when the people of God have known the blessings of the Lord. Maybe many years ago, it's 40 years ago uh, this year since I was baptised. And I think back to the times that I was blessed then. And those have been sacred times when I've been blessed in more recent days. And the manner of the Lord's coming and the effect upon me has been the same. It has been a recognisable thing. Though many years have gone by, it's still the same. It's one of those things that God's people know. And I believe it's different quite with, with each one of the Lord's people, how he actually comes to them. They, they know his going, they know his manner. You know, sometimes we might dive round down the road and be dusk and, and we look and we see someone in the distance walking. You only see a silhouette, that's all. You know who that is. You can tell by their gait. With myself, I, I think my accent's changed a bit since I've been over here, but... I've got quite a distinctive voice. I don't think I'd ever try to deceive someone as to who I was on the phone because they nearly picked me straight away. And yet you find others perhaps will go take up another accent and you, you'd hear them again, you wouldn't fully recognise them. But often just a sound or someone's mannerism or how they act and you know that is that same person. And it's a vital thing with the people of God to recognise the visits of the Lord again, to see him again. Now we might say with the disciples, we didn't he appear in a different form on the way to Emmaus? Didn't he appear to Mary as the gardener? He did. And they didn't know him at first. But all he needed to do with Mary was to just speak her name. She knew him immediately. 
and with the two on the way to Emmaus, their heart burned within them, even though they didn't know who it was. And then he opened their eyes, and then they knew who it was. And the Lord is able to do that. But the blessedness of Jesus, the same. This same Jesus is that he's recognised by his people. Recognised it is the same God, the same one who spoke years ago, the same one who visited, blessed my soul, strengthened me, is the same. And really is part, I believe, of the secret of the Lord, which is with them that fear him. In the Song of Solomon, there was that realisation of the coming of her beloved. It is my beloved. The realisation that that was so. And those are sacred times that I've had in reading the word of God. And the Lord comes and starts to soften my heart and draw me out to the word. And you know that recognising her, this is the Lord. He is coming. And very often it comes very quick after that for me anyway, the heart is softened and the heart is filled with love and where we perhaps have gone months, if not longer, feeling such a hard heart, unable to repent, unable to uh, believe, unable to pour out the heart before the Lord, the heart is softened and you can in a moment just pour out your whole heart and pour out and confess one's sins and to be humbled before the Lord. And the softening warmth of grace, the way the Lord comes to his people, it is felt, it is known by them. And when he comes again, this same Jesus. And I believe each visit the Lord gives us here below, we are to understand this same Jesus. He is the one that is in heaven. He is the one that will come again. And for us then, it is while on earth to recognise and to know him. We would think of what we said of how vital it was the same Jesus that died and that rose again. The assurance that sin is put away is absolutely bound up in that. If the Lord had not died, if he had not risen again, then there is no assurance that sin is put away. But this same Jesus that has offered up the sacrifice he is now the Melchizedek, our great high priest in heaven above. He said in Hebrews that the high priest must have somewhat to offer. And of course those that ministered in the Old Testament, they offered bulls and of goats. But the Lord Jesus Christ offered up his own body. My son said, Abraham, God will... Uh, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering, himself, his own 
person, he laid down himself and he took it again. I have power to lay down my life. I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. And so when he is then in heaven, he is that same high priest. There's a beautiful high priestly prayer in John 17 where our Lord makes known on earth his intercession in heaven. Now if our Lord was not the same, where would the comfort of that be? If the devil could say, well that's how he prayed on earth, but now he is appearing in the presence of God for us, now he is our advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, now he is the one mediator between man, God and man, the man Christ Jesus, he is not the same, but he is the same. I pray for them, I pray not for the world, but for them whom thou hast given me. I pray not that thou shouldst take them out of the world, but that thou shouldst keep them from the evil. And that intercession is still the Lord. It's still that voice that speaks for us in heaven's high court for good. And this is the comfort for the people of God. We need a high priest. We need an intercessor. We need one to speak for us. This same Jesus. But then we have the picture of the Lord coming again. Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. The Apostle Paul, he wrote to the Thessalonians and telling them how the Lord should come. The end of chapter 4 in Paul's first epistle, he says to them that he would have them not ignorant concerning them that are asleep, that he sorrow not as others which have no hope. Then he says this, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. We have a picture of Stephen when he was dying, looking up into heaven. Our Lord not sitting there, as was told in the Gospels, but standing to receive him. And the Lord has said, I'll come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. There is a great comfort for those dying. The Lord will come for them and they will be with him. The Apostle says, absent from the body, present with the Lord, this same Jesus, present with him. And so Paul goes on, For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent or go before them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds 
to meet the Lord in the air. This same Jesus in the air, so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore comfort one another with these words. As much as the words that we've read in our text, this same Jesus is meant for the comfort and strength of the people of God, so what Paul wrote here is for their comfort as well. Comfort in death, comfort when the uh, people of God are taken from this earthly scene. They're taken to be with the Lord. Now I want to think of this as well, this same Jesus, and with a re- relative to his people. Dear Job, in his day, he says that though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God for myself and not for another. So Job had very clear views that his mortal body would see corruption. Now it is told very specifically in scripture of our Lord that he saw no corruption. And yet the people of God, they do. But Job is speaking that he shall see God and that he shall see him for himself. It won't be another person, it will be Job. You and I, we have a soul and a body and our soul is tabernacling in this body. When we die, that soul and body are separated The body returns to the ground as dust thou art, and to dust shalt thou return. But the soul returns immediately to God that gave it. And then at the resurrection, that dust shall be raised again, incorruptible. We are told there is a mortal body, there is a celestial body, there is that which is earthly, there is that which is heavenly. As we have borne the image of the earthly, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly. But it shall be the same person, and yet given a different body, a different tabernacle. Always like the illustration of a daffodil. You get a daffodil bowl. It's all shriveled, it's brown. It's a daffodil. You put it in the ground at springtime, it comes up. And that green stalk and the beautiful yellow flower looks nothing like that which was planted, but it's a daffodil. And it comes from exactly the same bulb, it's not the one that was over there, and it's not a bluebell. And you get little pictures in God's creation of what a change, what a difference, and yet still being the same thing. And and Job had this view, the faith of Job, that he had in great trial and great affliction. I know that my Redeemer liveth. And that great view of the resurrection. Martha had it as well. When Lazarus was sick, she, uh, and then died, our Lord said to her, he shall rise again. And she said, I know he shall rise at the last day. She had that view of the resurrection. 
And this truth concerning our Lord, this same Jesus, also is the same then with his people. Those that have known the Lord, the Lord has known them. And he knows them through all the changing scenes of time, through our unregeneracy, through our being quickened, through our trials. He knew David before he was king, when he was pursued by Saul, when he was made king, when he fell into adultery and murder, when the sword did not depart from his house. David knew the Lord right the way through his life in all his dealings with him. And he knew him in such a way when he numbered Israel and he said, I have sinned. And the prophet gave him those three choices and he said, let me now fall into the hand of the Lord. Why do you say that? Because he knew the Lord. And he said that he was. He was merciful. He was gracious. Very different than man. He knew the Lord, though he had sinned, had not changed. His mercies are the same. Great is his faithfulness. Every morning, every day, the Lord is the same towards his dear people. He doesn't change. Did Jesus once upon these shines as a hymn writer, then Jesus is forever mine. You read in Jeremiah, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love, and therefore with loving kindness have I drawn thee. And it is vital for these blessings when they are known by the people of God that the Lord does not take them back. When he blessed the Ninevites, through Jonah. And then Jonah was unhappy and he sat down to see the destruction of the Ninevites. The Lord would not destroy them. He'd given them repentance and he was not taking it back. When the Lord gives a blessing, he doesn't repent him of the blessings that he's blessed his people with. We change. The Lord does not change. And what we are, we are by the grace of God. And the Lord is the keeper of his people. This same Jesus. How many changes we have in our thoughts, our feelings. But when the Lord comes, then immediately again, all is right again. He sets those things right. I will see you again. Your heart shall rejoice and your joy no man taketh from you. Part of the witness, the testimony of the New Testament church is to wait for his son from heaven. This was one of the things that was joined to the Thessalonian church. They would received the word, not in word only, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. And they were called then to be followers of the Lord and of us and of the apostles and to wait for his son from heaven. One of the marks of those that walk by faith is that they desire a heavenly country. They look for a city which hath foundations, 
whose builder and maker is God. The Lord has ordered salvation in such a way that he is not somewhere here below. He is in heaven. They were gazing up into heaven. And the apostle says we had to run the race set before us looking unto Jesus. Set your affection on things above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of the throne of God, not on things on the earth. You might say, well, the Lord could have decided to set up his throne on earth somewhere. But that is not what the Lord said. My kingdom is not of this world. His kingdom is above and his people are to seek for that city. This is not your rest. It is polluted. And we are to be drawn where the Lord is. Going back to John 17. Father, I will that they whom thou hast given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory. And that prayer is fulfilled. Fulfilled in those that die now. And will be fulfilled at last when... All of the people of God are gathered to be with him. This same Jesus, it is a precious word and a precious thing for the people of God when they are able to say, we know this Jesus. To know my Jesus crucified far excels all things beside. That's a precious thing. To say that the Lord has made himself known to us. He has revealed himself to us in the word of God. We have seen him by the eye of faith. He has been precious to us. Unto you which believe he is precious. And we desire that day when we shall be, we shall be, we shall know him even as we are known, when we shall see him as he is. For the Lord bless this word and grant us to know the Lord here with his visits and blessings and through the word and to look for his appearing and desire that day when we shall see him without a cloud between. May the Lord bless the word. Amen.